Were you with Joe this morning? Um, I, how did you know I was he with He texted you? me a photo of you. Oh, oh, because, yeah, he always shows up at our house to, like, film us randomly, uh-huh. and it's never when I'm expecting it. Oh, really? So he doesn't I, tell you? Not real. Well, he usually texts Todd. Oh, okay. Like, hey, I want to come over and film. Okay. But he never lets me know. But he always catches me, like, right before I'm, like, getting ready to, like, leave. And I'm like, Joe, I'm getting ready for TK's <laughs> podcast, please. And he's, like, critiquing my outfit, saying, like. Was he filming you? Yes. <laughs> and he's, like, he just starts opening up every drawer in my room. And I'm, like, please stop, stop. He's, like, oh, this is perfect. He can be late to this. Like, yes. He's, like, I know, TK. It just adds for the content. And then so... he's going to be, like, how was Matt? Because I'm seeing him later. That's right. <laughs> you, wait, are, what are you doing with him? Are you doing a mukbang? We're, or uh... We're taking Ilya's protein we're making it into protein pancakes oh wow because it's like plant-based protein Mm -hmm. and so have you have you haven't even tried it yet i haven't tried the protein i tried the pre-workout this morning or yesterday and i actually really liked it me too yeah i texted Ilya just last night after i used the pre-workout i'm like i love this it doesn't make me itch and i just bought brand new pre-workout right before his and it made me itch. But sometimes I've like been told to like enjoy the itch. I know. That means like I better get my ass to the gym. Yeah. Because sometimes I'm itching and I'm not the gym and <laughs> yeah, I'm like, fork you're, me. You're still there I'm in like, your what bedroom. What am I doing? I'm not itching walking around my apartment. Well, that's going to be great that you're going to make the pancakes with the protein powder. Yeah. Should we shout out Ilya's shout uh, out? Yeah, Zila? Shout out Zila. X-E-L-A. X-E-E-L-A. X-E-E-L-A. Right. Which Zila. means. Strong in. Belarus. Well, what do they language. speak in Belarus? I think that's his native tongue. So um, shout out to it. Can't wait to try all the other products. Also, can I just say his marketing? Like, I, I thought he was just going to come out with this shit and like we were all going to like post, right? I'm like invested. I oh. texted him. I was like, Ilya, this documentary, like I have it in my watch later. Like I'm invested. He made a documentary? Yes, about um his friend's like transformation. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, I was like... I am invested in this and like the way he's like marketing and like the break your bad habits. I was like, I was very impressed. Yeah, because Zane and Heath have been going under his um, like training program this yeah. entire time and they're already starting they're to show snatched. results. Yeah. I know. Like that's been my new thing to like compliment Zane and Heath whenever they're like sad or upset. I'm like, <laughs> You look great, by the way. Like, it's just. You look like a beast. You know when, like, someone's just angry, they're having a bad day, but you're taking them in, but I'm still like, but you look amazing (laughs) on top of all this. I'm sorry how you're feeling, but on the outside, you look great. They Uh, do. Yeah. And Ilya's amazing. Like, I, I texted him and I was like, dude. I know I keep telling you this, but like I'm invested. Like I literally know you, and I'm invested as a, like a fan too. So he's killing it. Shout out Zila. Shout it out. Um, I'm so happy we're doing this. Yeah, thank you, guys. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with my cousin today. Thank you. It's the first time, King and King. I know. A family reunion. A family affair, if you will. Um, and I have to say, TK, you. This is an amazing podcast. Wait. Like. <laughs> I, everyone who is listening, you are not wasting your time by listening to this podcast because I have like listened to bits and pieces as like prep for my own times when I've had like Alicia on Mm -hmm. or when I've had, oh, there's another guest I had to listen to because of you. Maybe Fibula? Yes, I think. Yes. I I listened to Claudia's when I had her on. I listened to yours with Claudia to prep for mine. Isn't that funny? That's how it works. But Mm -hmm. you are an incredible interviewer. Thank you. You are incredible on how you operate with life. You are one of the most disciplined people ever. And I'm so happy that we've been able to reconnect after all of these years. (laughs) And um, I just, you're just a shining light. And it's, you have very contagious energy. Like when... Alicia came over for this Patreon episode that you guys will probably see in the near future, or it will probably be out by the time this episode comes out. 
You're also like the best friend to take like photos and get content there. <laughs> I feel like that's such a thing where it's like, do you ever like sometimes you're like, I don't, I don't have any photos. I have yeah, you're no like, one's taking photos and of me. I look so cute right now. <laughs> and you don't, and you're too shy to ask for yeah. photos. You are that friend. Yeah, I'm like, let me get it. Who gets all the right angles? Yeah, I well, also, I mean, okay, can we say what the episode was? Yes, yes, okay. we can. It was that it was them getting high for like their Patreon channel. Yes, for so Zane and on Heath's. Zane and Heath's uh, Patreon channel, um, we do these special high episodes where we smoke weed before and uh-huh. then we sit down. And we have a conversation. Yeah, and like y'all were like passing the camera or the phone around to film, which I have to say it is really funny, like watching y'all film and you guys operate because like Alicia is like, she's the type that's like red camera, like Sony, like but she's oh, right. we're, we're very like techie girls, and we're very, she would like never in a million years like no tea no shade use her phone though, <laughs> <laughs> like. I, I mean, the iPhone's amazing. Like, I use it all the time when I'm out and about, and I, like, want to get clips out and about. But, like, she is just so particular about the way she films. And, like, she, like, we, like, set up the shots. And, like, it was just so funny watching y'all with, like... <laughs> an iPhone. It, we're shooting iPhone. it with an iPhone, like, the the pre-roll of us smoking the weed. Because like, we can't smoke. We have professional cameras on this yes, set. Yes, 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 yes. But it was just so funny, like, watching you guys, like, like okay, Zane would be like... Okay, now slow mo, and then be like, no, and then you guys would be like, <laughs> <laughs> I was already like getting like kind of like because when you already smoke weed, you already get a little anxious. Oh, I was just I get worried so like, anxious. is Alicia like cool with this? Because Zane's like, all right, we're gonna pan <laughs> up, and then you gotta turn around and then blow the smoke out. Yeah, and he just like does it. He's like one, two, three, and she's like, whoa, whoa. She's like, TK, can you help? I'm like, action, Zane, turn Alicia. <laughs> <Hit the smoke. laughs> but you were like there to assist. You're like, let's get more shots. Let's yes, keep it yeah. going. Which I love doing. I feel like that's very natural for me. Yeah. So I don't know. I lo- I understand like when I'm on set helping someone or when it's my shoot, all the extra footage like actually helps a mm-hmm. lot. So, I know you always thank yourself in the long run yes, that you took more, more. footage because it's no- there's it. nothing worse than looking back and when you're editing, you're like, this isn't gonna do it. And then I have to read film and yada, yada. then sometimes you can't shoot too much and then you're sat there with like too much footage yes. and you're like I that is very true yeah. okay well matt i just have to say the feeling is motherforking mutual the first time i saw you after we had grown up together like i literally was like where has matt been my whole life like i i was like we're gonna be besties now i know i because we, we had been like it's kind crazy. of estranged like yes. for, to give context like our dads are second cousins yes and so just with that through uh, just time and everything and families getting distanced. And we didn't live in the same state. Yeah. So it's like we only saw each other sometimes like during summers or like family reunions. And like we're in the same like I career know. field. It's and crazy. then now we like cross paths completely. Yeah. And and it was just so awesome when we reconnected and we realized, oh my gosh, we have this connection through our family. Uh-huh. And when we were like younger, Matt was like a lot older than me. So like we didn't like you were like the older kids, yeah. I was the younger kids. So it's like now that we're actually in the same circle, I don't know. And I like adore your girlfriend. <sighs> I love Tristan. And the feeling is mutual with them so, and you. I don't know. I literally when I after we, um, y'all did the unfiltered podcast with Alicia and Remy, I, I went home and I was like, guys. I am so glad that I finally like saw, met Matt again. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I knew right when we met, I'm like, you have to meet like Tristan and Patricia, my girlfriend and her best friend and roommate. Uh-huh. They're on this podcast. Go listen to yes, it. Yes, and they have a new podcast yes. called Grits, Grits to Glam. Glam. <laughs> it's everywhere and anywhere where you can find podcasts. Go Just listen audio to it. right now, but eventually they'll upgrade to yes. video. And they're hilarious, so definitely go check it out. Hopefully they'll ask me to be on it. 
No, they were like, they were like, TK, give Matt shit about how he hasn't been on the podcast yet. Okay, like, come on, Matt. I know. Wait, that I haven't been on theirs, or they have to ask me. But I don't know. When they came up with the idea and everything, they were just like, I think they were just very happy about it, and they wanted to just put it in my face that I was like, like I'm like, oh, what guests are you gonna have on? And I was like seventh. Uh, when they were just telling me them, like, okay. uh, but I think they were just doing that to rile me up. Yeah, because I get sensitive about that. <laughs> but I think they do it because for the longest time, Patricia, I didn't ask her to be on mine, oh. and she gave me a hard time about that. But that I kind of like blame Mike for because Mike was like, "We're just not there yet right now with the podcast. We need to like yeah. focus on the friends." But it ended up being our most performing, best performing episode. Uh-huh. So, um, isn't that funny how that works out? I know. I wish there was like a simulator you could just like, I don't know, see the future, but type it in and be like, will this perform well? Yeah. Like it already kind of knows. It's always the stuff I don't expect. Yeah. Usually. You just got to trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, Matt, you, I feel like, are the epitome of the type of person where you are essentially just like happy to be here. Like, I feel like I could bring you to my hometown bar mm-hmm. and you'd be happy. I could bring you to like the most elite Oscars party, you'd be happy. I could bring you to like the lake, you'd be happy. Like, anywhere I, I could bring you to the Indy 500, like Hillbilly Central, like I could bring you anywhere and it could be the coolest thing, the most non cool thing, like to society. And you would just be like so happy to be there and you would make friends with everybody. And I love that about you. And I just want to know why. Or, like, how do you have such a positive outlook on, I guess, life? Oh, that's a very good question. I feel like that energy is mutual with you as well. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I've been told I have very, like, golden retriever energy as well. I'm literally a golden retriever. And also, like, a chameleon at the same time. Like, kind of a crossbreed golden retriever. And by chameleon, being just able to adapt to, like, whatever type of environment that is. But, like... To answer your question, like, why, where did I get that from? I think it's because growing up, I had a lot of different friend circles. Yeah, I was me too. In, um, like, I was friends with, like, a lot of the jocks in high school, but I was a big theater kid, and yeah. I did competitive speech and debate, and that was huge for me because it's, I don't know how familiar you mm-hmm. are with it, but it's, like, competitive acting. It's a very individualized sport, and mm-hmm. when you go to these tournaments in high school, you are yourself outside of the room and you have to interact and meet with all of these other kids from these other schools. Mm-hmm. It's not like sports where it's like you're player number five on that team. You go out on the field. Yeah. You don't really meet and interact with that team beyond just battling out through sports. So I had to like always adapt and I had many, many different friend circles. And I guess with that, I had a lot of different experiences and being able being able to adapt to that because I think we get very comfortable with just the people we know. Yeah. And we like it because it's familiar and comfortable. I think I like found myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations. And the only way I knew how to cope with that was just to act Find like. Find common ground. Yeah. yeah. You got to fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, you do. You are what I like to call a floater. And mm-hmm. I'm a floater as well. Yeah. And it's like, I, I agree. Like I was, I cheered and I played tennis. So I had like my sporty crew. And then I was like also in this environment, like club, and, which was like kind of my like nerdy friends. And then I had like my artsy friends. Like, but I think it's cool to have different types of people in your life because you never know what, you know, they can bring you. Do you, were you a big, were you big into like, did you have like a role model growing up or did you like kind of fixate on like, you would look at somebody who had possessed those qualities and you were very like, I want to be like that. Yeah. I just want to know everyone. Right. I wanted to be friends with everyone and not just to be like, 
oh, I'm friends with everyone. I was just curious about people. Like, I wanted them in my life. I knew that everyone had something to bring to the table, I guess. Yes. Like, but my mom's like that. She, like, has so many different friends. I'm OCD about, like, I have to know the people around me, like, what they do and where they're from. Like, Michaela, for instance, before yeah. you got yeah. here. I want to know where Michaela's from. Like, yeah. I'll get frustrated with some friends who've been like sitting next to like a stranger at dinner or just a person they don't know very well. Totally agree. And then I arrive and then I start asking this person where they're from and then I realize you guys are from the same area. I'm like, yeah. why didn't you bother to ask? Like that because like, like you never know. Yeah, like and then next thing you know they're leaving. I'm like, "Hey, buddy, you could have uh, just everyone's an open book. Learn totally. from them." Also, back to the um uh like Adapting to your environments uh -huh. and like how we kind of have that energy. One of my friends told me this story. My friend Richard Ross, his dad was on a date when he was like in high school or college. And yeah. he took this girl to a circus and they decided they were going to sneak backstage into the circus. Mm -hmm. but, but it's a place where they shouldn't be. But what he did is he went right up to the ringmaster and goes, hey, have you seen John? And the ringmaster's like... No, no, I, I don't know. He's like, John, he has like a hat and a mustache. Well, just keep an eye out for him. We're looking for him. So you go to the most important person in the room. You make it seem like you're there. Like you, you're looking for somebody. That's genius. And then you're like, then you're already cool. Because now yeah. the most important person in the room knows that you're good. Yeah. Like, does that make sense? No, completely. But when I heard that story, because my friend Richard, he has that kind of energy where he's like, hey, let's see what we can get yeah. into. Don't like lie and be an awful person. But- I don't know. Walk with a purpose, talk with a purpose, fun things happen. Yeah. I think it's also, especially like in a town like LA, you never know who someone is or what they can do for you one day. Or do you know what I mean? Like, oh, you, that's, yeah. you have to be nice to everyone. And just, I, I don't know. I think being curious is one of the most valuable. I guess desires to have. Oh, this is this is actually kind of funny. It's similar to that. So Patricia and I, we went to this uh, party for um, our friend who makes this clothing brand called Mega Yacht. Love yes. him. He did I know a, Mega Yacht. Yeah, he yeah. did like Remy a J Jacob. Yeah, yeah, we saw Remy there. But we get there, we don't know anybody. Uh -huh. um, then Patricia, we see this tall guy, and she's like, Wait, was it Gravy? Yes. <laughs> well, gravy. well, you kind of already okay, got continue. to him. But she, so we see, she sees this tall guy, and she goes, Oh, I met him at Brett's birthday party. Um, I think he's friends with Brett. I'm like, Oh, cool. We know somebody. Yes. Then Patricia was like, I'm going to the bathroom. I was like, All right. I found myself next to this tall guy. Yeah. And I go, um, hey, you know uh, Brett Bassett, right? He goes, yeah, that, that name sounds familiar. And I'm like- He has a really deep voice well, too, my, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like he's very like, yeah, deep. Yeah. And he's like, well, yeah, it sounds familiar. And I go, well, my girlfriend like said she like talked to you at that birthday mm -hmm. party. He's like, oh, yeah, birthday party? Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. And I go, okay. Um, I'm sorry. I, oh, well, he goes, what's your name? And I'm like, my name's Maddie. He's like, mine too. But like I'm young gravy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're young gravy. I never knew what young gravy looked like. But then gravy you love train, gravy, gravy train. What's your name? Tracy, Tracy with yeah. the ass. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh. But he loved it that I didn't like know who he was, yeah. and we ended up talking to him for a whole hour. But Patricia gets back. I'm like, this is young gravy. Like, yeah. babe, you didn't know that yeah. you were talking to young gravy. Granted, I didn't know either. That's but hilarious. He. Is I think from the Midwest. Oh, uh, yeah, he's Minnesota. from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. And I've DM'd him a little bit, but I want to have him on this podcast eventually because he is like my brother in my brother's frat is goes nuts for him. Mm -hmm. Young gravy. I literally listen to Gravy Train like that's one of my favorite songs. I need to I need to get back onto you the Gravy Train. You I know. Would love Gravy Train. And I'm just listening to podcasts all the time. Okay, I need. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sometimes I'm like in the thick of music and then it's like. I would agree. I go back and forth. Yeah. 
Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 Hard Challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is Liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave Liquid IV. Like, the lemon-lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it, and it's just so good. Like, a nice, cold, crisp glass of Liquid IV. Oh my gosh, sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, so what advice would you give to someone that's maybe not as curious or outgoing or they have anxiety and they feel like they can't go up to anyone and just ask them a question? Like, what's a tangible tip you would give them? Oh, that's such a good question. Because even sometimes I get nervous asking, like, before I go up to someone, like, I'm curious and I want to ask them, but I'll be like, is this the right time? Like, I'll sometimes overthink. So what do, what do you do? Or well, what do you think sometimes, like, I used to, and this is, like, a little, like, sly and creepy, but it helped me um, get over some things. But, like, for instance, when I worked at an advertising agency, mm-hmm. there would be these really big top creatives that would work there. And this is, like, not talking about famous people. These are just higher-up people that you're working with. Copy. I would creep them up, look them up on LinkedIn. Oh, I do that all the I time. And I would try to find something interesting that they've done that I have a shared common interest or uh-huh. familiar or um, familiar with. And um, so then you wait for those happy hour moments and be like, hey, you're, like, you're a big fan of the Smiths. I noticed that you have a Smiths poster in your yeah. um, uh you know, your office, like I love that album, then you're already in and they're mm-hmm. talking about it. So you can kind of backdoor some people's interests and find commonality. And don't ask them for really anything. Wait just for the friendship to grow. Yes. A lot of times, big important people, everyone coming up to them, they're wanting something. Mm-hmm. Don't go in with an agenda. Never. Just be there present with them to enjoy the moment. Yeah, one of the um, tips that I love, I know like Gary Vee is kind of crazy sometimes, but I love this tip that he says and it's it, like stuck with me when I heard him say it once and it was like, it, it's his book, it's called Jab, 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 Right Hook. Yeah. And he was basically saying like, you need to be jabbing for like damn near a year and then that's when you should be comfortable enough to ask for your right hook. So like jabbing is like, you know, ma- building the friendship, building the relationship and then when you need like someone to promote your book or whatever, that's when you can ask like after you've jabbed a gazillion times. I think that's so true. I, I valid because you see it all the time these people come to LA and they're very excited and then they'll burn themselves out and like because you realize nobody wants to be around them because they're always wanting things just be in the moment enjoy the people and chase your curiosity like also what you said like before even I guess meeting the right people or dealing with the anxiety of going up and talking, always just chase your curiosity. Like, look stuff up. Wikipedia, just things that you're interested in. That sounds so broad and cheesy, but like- No, it's true. Curiosity is so important. Like, if you're watching a movie and you're curious about who that actor is and what they did or why, I don't know, a certain animal exists, look it up. Mm -hmm. Even though if it's not important, you're not studying it, it will strengthen the habit of you- Connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. If that I makes think sense. you're really good too at you're really big on how people got to where they are, like their journey and oh, like yeah. where they're from. And I am too. So like, and people always love because everyone came from nowhere, basically. So it, it's really good to connect those dots because people love talking about it. So you'll be like, for instance, if I see that they're like a really big Celtics fan, right? Like I'll start with like. Oh, where are you from? And then they'll be like Boston. And I'll be like, Oh, Boston. I don't know much about it, but I Larry Bird. You know yeah, what I mean? right. And then they'll like, <laughs> then they'll be like, Wait, you know who Larry Bird is? I'm like, Yeah. And they're like, I'm a huge Celtics fan. And I'm like, Oh, no way. There you and go. And like, I, I think you're really good at um, getting them to like explain their history and like why they are the way they are. I love hearing people talk about what they love to do. Uh-huh. Like, um, what is that that line where it's like, interested is interesting. If you're interested. Like if you, as long as you stay interested in what someone's interested in, they'll find you interesting back. Like it will kind of like reciprocate it. That is so true. Mm -hmm. It's a great quote. Yeah, I think it's from that movie with Jason Biggs. What's it called? Loser, the one where he has like the L. For the people that know, I don't know. The dad's like giving him dating advice. He's like, interested is interesting, so just be interested. Wow. 
I yeah. love that. Okay, I have a random question for you. What do you feel like brings you joy or like fuels you in life? Oh, that's a good question. A lot mm. of people would be like a workout or like fuels me or um, a really good meal. But like what are, you know, more bigger picture things that you feel like fuel you, bring you joy? I think like... A big thing is like that I've noticed is some people, you know, it's important to treat yourself, you know, you know, I guess buy the bag, buy the pair of shoes, but also like find something that you didn't realize how much you liked it, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like, for instance, like I, I fell in love with like hobbies recently. Like I love to knit. I love my little Christmas village. And that was <laughs> stuff that like I didn't realize I got such a joy out of doing crafty things. Mm -hmm. And so finding that kind of new joy and chasing that curiosity um that brings me a lot of joy and like buying something that i've always really wanted like i bought a typewriter and it was like for two hundred dollars oh wow but you know that really sparks me joy because it's a timeless little piece that i can always write thank you notes to people that i love Wait, it actually works and everything yeah oh my oh, gosh yeah. that's adorable but see most people think like oh it needs to be once i get this uh, a certain amount of followers or this amount of money. I love like finding those timeless little things that you um, buy and they bring you joy. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. I feel like I it's a hard question to answer. Um, but and I also like sharing joy, like getting things for other people and bringing them on bringing them on those experiences and stuff. What do you mean? Like, for instance, I had like a brand trip. I got to go to Dubai. And like, instead of like, oh, bringing Zane or Heath as much as they would have like enjoyed that, I want to bring my brother. And yeah. like, that is really fun to do. Because my that. brother's going to be my best friend for the rest of my life. Uh -huh. So, and I want to have those experiences with him. So it's those little things. I love that. I think it's important or we forget all the time, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing this. And I'm like, it's good to rewire your brain sometimes and be like, oh, like what fuels me or what like brings me joy versus like what should I be doing? Because mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I get hard on myself a lot. But it's uh, it, it, it will always change though what really brings you joy. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you're aware of it and you're um, um, switching it up, you'll always be fine and joy. I love that. Okay, moving on to my other random question. Let's hear it, that. TK. Okay, if you were at a Hollywood event. Okay. And you could meet anyone and could ask them to help you with anything, who would the person be and what would they help you with? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, hmm. I think like Zane and I, we would we watch movies all the time. We're so fascinated by great cinematography and where someone's like vision was executed perfectly because they had a great director of photography or an art director. Uh -huh. I would love to find one of those people. And like a DP? Yeah, DP, and help them execute my vision. <gasps> you know, like that's- And that, have them help you execute. Right. Uh, okay. Because I always think that's like the struggle with anything that's like amateur versus professional is like they just didn't have the right team. Uh... So for me, it would be like, I know that the way they're going to shoot this and the way it's going to come out is perfect. So if it could be anybody, uh -huh. it would be somebody like that. And Who is that directly? I don't know, but I would look it up. Okay, that's cool. Okay. What do you mean helps you execute your vision? Like your film? or Yes, like... yes. Oh, yeah, like a film or something. Okay. Or a music video. Or even if it was just even if it was like a just a photography session for like merch or for your own podcast. Uh -huh. Just that. Like finding that right person. But someone who's super high up that's hard to get to. Interesting. Yeah. You know, that would be my thing. I you think. know who I think is a phenomenal director is um, 
and has an amazing eye is Hannah Lux Davis. Do you know who that is? No. She's the girl that directed the Thank You Next video. Oh. And like did, and then she got like flooded with like every artist to do like all of their. If you watch like what she's done, like her work is insane. Wow. Yeah. I need to check her out. And she's like one of the only first and only female like music video director type like people. She has an amazing eye. Oh, badass. Yeah. You should check her out. I know. I haven't like finished the the Seven Rings music video. <laughs> it's no, it's okay. That, I feel like I, that one's not as big as like the Thank You Next. Okay. That was iconic. Oh, wait. Thank, Thank You, you Next. Next isn't Seven Rings? No. Thank You Next is the one My where bad. they do the Mean Girls stuff. And they, like, oh, oh, and they do the Diane Keaton dance where they're in the white outfits because they're doing like an homage to that 190s movie. Probably. Right? I honestly I forget. I don't know. The one where they like reference legally blonde. Okay. And they it, reference mean girls. Then they reference that Diane Keaton okay. movie. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure. Probably. <laughs> I thought so. I'm I'm the worst Ariana Grande we'll fan. Okay, so I think she's too good. Can I say that? <laughs> she's ten out of ten. Amazing singer. But there's no like great it doesn't excite me that much. I would agree. It's like it's too Is perfect. This our hot take? I think so. Like I always like I hold by that. I just don't like. I you know what I have to say about her is, like when I saw her at Coachella, um, the last Coachella that we were at, she has the most insane voice I've ever heard in my entire life. But like performance wise, I wasn't it wasn't giving for yeah, me wasn't, as it's much not as challenging. I guess. Yeah, I'm like Bieber like puts on a performance. Beyonce like, puts yes, on a performance. Taylor Swift puts on a performance, but. Ariana, I'm like I I'm I find more joy. This is such a hot take. I find more joy from her like going on uh, Jimmy Fallon and like doing her impression. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm like that's so talent. That's like she's so talented. Because you're like, oh, and she can do impressions. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. quirky. That's I'm like that's I, I'm obsessed with those videos. But like her performing, I'm not as big as a. Yeah, I'm not yeah? listening to Ariana Grande by myself. It's yeah, usually personally- when I'm just like at a Target and it's on. <laughs> That's where it's. That's it, Ariana Grande's music finds me. I don't. I would agree. Seek it out. But she's incredible. And, they, and they're catchy as hell. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't like disagree with ever doing our podcast in the future. I'd love to have her on. Oh my gosh, she would be. She'd be like, yeah. <laughs> with her sleeves, just yeah, like just the Ariana Grande. You should do a video, a TikTok, like. I think there's so Ariana many Grande. of those. But yours would be so funny. Oh, maybe. Okay, bring it on. Speaking of TikTok, you've been back in the TikTok game a little. I am, I am. I got to shoot one actually today. I have like a, a good idea one that I want to do. What is it? Uh, it's my book collection. It's the bookworm <laughs> It's the bookworm challenge. Okay. Do you approve of that? Wait. I always feel like I have to like, because you, you're you you're full of ideas. You're very good, like TK, you're very good about, oh, you should do that. Or like, not just with me, it's with like everybody. Everyone, I'm always sending people And then ideas. I'm always like worried like, well, what if, T- is TK not going to like it? You're kind of no. like this new person that I'm like, Worried about seeking approval no, from. No, I think it's. I think the book's amazing for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. I okay, was, I, but I know it's not going to go like crazy viral. I just need to have more play dates with myself on TikTok and not take it too seriously. No, I I would agree with you. I think you need to just like post and see what hits, and that's what I'm trying to do on TikTok as well because it's one of those apps where it's like a whole. You have to pretend like you're a new creator and no one follows you, and like what would you post? Yeah. Like really, like you actually have to like look at it that way because what if what if the book one hits and then that becomes your niche? I know. Like book reviewing but books. I feel you know like what I mean? right now I well cuz it's different back in the Vine days. Like I was very big on or er, big on Vine, yeah. but 
when I was getting into it, I was like, I have to look at myself as if I don't know myself. Because yes. I think a lot of times people, when they're getting into social media, they're like, I want to be a personality. Some stuff is like a little too self-referential. Uh -huh. Like, it's like, you're almost kind of making the joke for you or your friends, like your close group. And I'm like, if you didn't know you and you saw this, would you like it? I want to do a quick little fun game that I like to call... Um, I love games and I love fun. Okay, it's called Money Moves because okay. it's called Making Moves, but this is called Money Moves, the segment. Okay, first question is, what's the best investment you've made this year? Oh, uh, this year? Mm, I'll say my best investment like the past two years was okay. Dogecoin. <laughs> oh, really? I bought $25 of Dogecoin on like in July. And then for and it was like yeah twenty five dollars and then at its peak it went to four thousand. Holy shit! Yeah. Did you cash out? At Half of it I cashed out okay. and I still have the rest. It's kind of, it's pretty down right it's now. Shaking. But I was very proud of that trade. I just did it uh, on a whim. I so, mean twenty five um, to two k is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think yeah that was like the best but best investment this year. I don't know. The stock market has been kind of crazy, so I've been kind of like. Well, it doesn't even have to be stock. Like it's like it could be like my couch or you know what I mean, like oh. something like that. Okay. Um, oh, I'm really proud of all the furniture I have in my room. I got a really cool, like, he has uh, the coolest room. lacquered desk from the, uh, like, 80s. I got a David Hockney um, lithograph from Palm Springs Looks that I'm amazing. very proud of. Just timeless pieces of furniture I know that, like, I'm always going to have. I can't wait for your birthday because I definitely need to get you, like, a home decor item. Oh, please. Wait, when is or just your birthday? Or like, a coffee table book, too. Okay, or when's maybe, your birthday? Yeah, uh, July 9th. Oh my God, are you a Cancer? Yeah. I'm a Cancer. That's right. That makes sense. I'm J June 25th. Oh, oh yeah, you're right on the cusp yeah. of it. You're like one of the first little Cancers right there. Okay. Isn't it the worst being a Cancer when like, or not the worst being a Cancer, but when you like learned about um, astrology, everyone like, like that one kid had the book and everyone's like saying yeah. their names and they're like, oh, you're Cancer. It's like, we have the worst name being one. I know, one. I know. You know what too? I feel like I don't resonate that much with this sign itself. Everyone thinks I'm a Leo. Oh, interesting. I yeah, I know I don't fully identify with mine. I remember my AP psychology teacher one day, she we walked into class and there was a, a big thing on the board and it was just groups of traits. And she goes, Everyone, uh, and it was like A, B, C, D. She's like, write down which of these traits, which group you identify with. Mm -hmm. And we like wrote them down. And then she revealed it all, and it was all the astrology signs. Oh, whoa. So she just kind of, like, debunked it, but she was also very curious how many kids in the class actually got theirs right. You, what'd you get? Oh, I can't remember. I don't I don't remember. Like, maybe Gemini or something. This was in my okay. sophomore year of high school. But That's only, a fun like, a few, exercise. Yeah. Did it, you take um, the Enneagram test? Oh, uh, no. You need to take it, But I Matt. keep getting ads for it. Like You need to take it. I know. I will. I will. I think you're a seven. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Fun, fun, the fun game. Okay. So your your home decor. Yes. Oh, yes. That yeah, was furniture. it. Yeah. Okay. Ed, what would you say is your biggest tip? Because I know you're a frugal guy Ooh. when it comes to like budgeting or, you know, managing your money. Um, I guess my biggest tip is don't order uh, food too much. Actually, no, no. My biggest tip is really look at your credit card and make sure you're maximizing all the bonuses on your credit card oh. that you can. Like, make sure that like you're like who knows like if you have a chase sapphire card that gives you 
a huge benefit on Lyft and it earns you five times points every time you're buying a Lyft. Oh my or, gosh. Um, okay. All of that stuff. Just look at your credit card and make sure it's linked up to all those apps. Because like some people are buying on Uber Eats all the time and they don't realize that American Express has a huge point system That's with so it. Smart. But you have to make sure you're using that right Especially credit card. With airlines. Yes, that too. Always be looking at the airlines points and everything. It, you'll just continue to thank yourself. And I don't think enough people do that. Okay, I love that. Um, worst purchase in your life. Oh you think? boy, worst purchase. You know what? I would say. I bought too many Halloween Village things. I went down. I went down to San Diego on eBay, I and bet. someone was selling their whole lot for nearly like two thousand dollars. No, and I really only needed like a few of those things. So I have all of this Halloween stuff that I now have to sell on eBay or via Facebook Marketplace, and it's just going to be so. I have to now unbox it, take pictures, yeah, show that it works. Mm-hmm. I think it stresses me out when I think of it. Yeah, because that's even though it's worth a lot, I just. You're like, I, I don't even want to do that. Uh-uh. That uh-huh. was probably one of my worst purchases. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's fair. What is dumb shit that you actually think is worth spending money on? Books. Okay, why? Books. I think because everyone thinks like, oh, you can just download an audiobook. You can download it on your Kindle. But I think books will... Um, will always like fill you you are going to have a shelf or a bookshelf somewhere in your future house and you will be thankful that you own all these books. Mm-hmm. So buy books. Like don't always get the digital version of it because I think it really pays off. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it does. I think also what's cool about books is like having the tangible when I read I like to annotate and like write or underline things or stuff. And I feel like I'm fully immersed in the whole experience more yeah. having a tangible book. Exactly. I don't know why. And I love walking into someone's place and they have books and then you go, oh, I've read this. And it's a great conversation piece too. Yeah, and I it's agree. also cool when like your kids, as they get older, they're going to discover those books because you have them. Or when someone comes over and you go, I feel like you would love this yes. book, you give it to them. I was just about to say, it's such a cool little like bonding moment when, you, when you're when you like, oh, just take it. Yeah. And like give it back or like let's swap or whatever. I think that's really cute. I love that. I, I just, I and I guess I say that as my answer because like just sometimes like guys and I live with there will give me a hard time. Like why are you always buying these books? I'm like, because they will pay off by having your own library. Create it now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's cool. Thank okay, you. I want to talk a little bit about dating with you because you are dating Patricia. I am. And y'all are such a good match. Thank you. And, I love her. Um, yeah, she's the best. Sweet I love her too. Lady Patricia. Do you what do you feel like is the key to a good match or finding your match? Or like what what qualities should you be looking for to make a successful relationship? Oh, Okay, well, I guess like before the relationship, like really trust your gut. And I'm glad I went with my gut on Patricia. Everybody else, I was always trying to like convince myself that, oh, I think I'd like them. Patricia, I had this just strong magnetism towards her that I initially I was like, I've never felt this way. We're like, I couldn't get her off my mind. And it was just only out of just meeting her and her energy and what she, I don't know, just how she like just lights up about life. Mm -hmm. So, that in just the initial steps. So trusting your instincts. Yeah. If you really feel like, I think because some people get to a place where it's like, they, it's almost like you're buying a car. They're like, well, what are like the complete pros and cons about this person? Let's just look at it overall. If you feel your gut, chase that and give it a shot. But being in a relationship now, I think one thing is always um, that keeps it healthy is giving the benefit of the doubt. Like for like, because someone 
also, when you start a relationship, you know at some point in the relationship, you guys are going to get on each other's nerves. Yeah. You you will yell. You will get in fights. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said that to Patricia right when we started. Mm-hmm. I go, like when I asked her to be like my girlfriend, and I said, like, this is really big because I want to know like that you're on the same page of the journey that we're going to go yeah. on. Because I think some people sign up in a relationship and they think it is going to be all dandelions and roses all the way through and it's not it's a journey and i think that really like i'm glad we talked about like knowing what's going to come way before we started but that but because when it does arise we know that we're on the same page about Mm. what this is and by benefit of the doubt i'm meaning like i know when she messes up or does something to frustrate me or piss me off that she still means well and that she still yeah. loves me. I think when sometimes someone does drop the ball in a relationship, you think like it's like, then I, I think you're not doing enough for me. Mm. Or like, what? get it together. She means well. And then what other thing? It, it, it's just honest communication and showing like your vulnerabilities and stuff. And because sometimes people think like, like I tell Patricia when I'm feeling anxious, not like about our relationship, but just in life. Yeah, She's my go-to person to vent. And I know that it's important though, with your significant other, you know, even as men, we have the standard, like, you need to be the strong one. It's sexy for a guy who's just calm and has it together. Mm-hmm. But I'll let her know when, like, I'm just feeling wigged out. And when she's feeling wigged out, we reciprocate that. Yeah, I like that. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Um, do you think it's reigns true that opposites attract? Or do you think it's better if you're more similar? Uh, or it depends on the person. I mean, Patricia and I are opposite in terms of interests completely and I love that because I love seeing her light up about sports I think it's just adorable and that was one of the first things I was interested because I always I've said this before you know it's pretty sexy like when someone knows a lot about something you know nothing about Uh like that makes up for my faults when it comes to talking about sports and stuff Mm -hmm. but when we have what I love though is we have very similar tastes like we love like Sending each other like interior design TikToks where someone has just <laughs> nailed it. And we're like, look, did you see this one? It's perfect. Uh-huh. And we love also like kind of like, you know, side eyeing like with each other. If we someone buys something for their house and we're like, that's an ugly couch. Got it. Like we are, we like team up and like being like kind of like catty and critical. But that's like our little bond thing uh-huh. through interior design. So I don't know. That's what I like. Does that answer your question? Well, I think there's, it's like yin and yang. Like uh, in some aspects, it's nice to have a opposite or you're opposite about th- things. But obviously at the end of the day, you have to have some things in common. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And then it grows too. Like I've now learned so much more about sports through Patricia and she's learned so much about movies uh-huh. through I what I like do. I feel like I totally relate to Patricia on that because I'm a sporty. I love sports. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And you really want a sporty guy. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of what type of, this is my selfish question of the day. What, um, as my cousin, yes. I trust you to set me up with someone. I will. And you're like, but I'm protective of you. I know that it is. But like, sometimes I feel like you need to still have like fun. I don't know. Are you really looking for the one? I no. think you need like, <laughs> no, I think you need like, like a, a short term casual fling. Okay. So what? Like a seasonal boyfriend. I agree. I like agree. something for the season, and I we'll agree. see what it turns into. What type of um, guy do you see me with, not knowing my type? Oh, 
You're just like, I know TK. I see her with this type of guy. Well, I guess, well, all I'm going off of is the references of things that you've talked about in the past. Like, you want him to be, like, athletic. You want him to be from the Midwest. But I don't know. I know for Alicia, you were saying that you really wanted her to have a guy who is, like, very outgoing and not too, like, stoic with him, his own self, right? Yeah, I think she definitely needs, she needs a guy that's, like, outgoing like me. Here's, I'll tell you what I'm worried about. Oh, God. Okay. I'm worried that you're going to find, like, a really cool, like, like, athletic like bro type that isn't i feel like i'm not gonna bond with that much no I, that's what i'm worried about or like he can't i don't know for me he can't be too heavy he can't bro be too yeah like one of my friends i'm not gonna say her name she is dating this guy and he's like you know he's like this basketball player guy but he doesn't like i can't talk to him the same way like i talk to like a lot of other, other guys in my life like he's too he spent i don't too, like that he though. spent like in a way, he spent too much time hanging around guys. Got it. You know, I see. It's very important to me. Like I need to be able to bring. Like it's important to me that I have friends that I can bring them anywhere. Like we were talking about at the beginning. Like bring them to a stupid pub back home. Bring them to like the most elaborate thing. And I need my man's to be. I can be able to bring him anywhere, and he can like. Because I I need to go off and talk on my own. Yeah. And I need him to be able to handle his own. Yeah. So like he needs to get along with my friends well because I'm going to be going and talking to someone new. So Does that's that make it. Sense? So yeah, he's I I, I want you to ha- okay. get your type, okay. but I just don't want him to be like just like a dude where it's like, yeah, he's Would you say Patricia ended up being your type? <laughs> uh Cuz I think a lot yeah, of times Yeah, she is my type. I mean, like the internet always thinks like, "Oh, I like like blonde girls with uh-huh. like blue eyes, blah blah blah." Like, "Oh, that's my type." Um but yeah, yeah, she yeah, in a way she is my type. Cuz I feel like a but lot of times it's It's more beyond that. Yes, cuz I I was going to say I feel like a lot of times um, I feel like my friends, they end up dating someone that's not even their type. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. I guess so. I, but like, uh, I don't, like, some of my friends, yeah, I could say they date their type in a way. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page where a lot of times people surprise me about who they're uh-huh. with, but I'm just happy for them. Then that's when I surrender. <laughs> I used to get so caught up in being like, why are they with that person? That's not going to turn yeah. out well. And like, it's not my place. Uh-huh. I feel like you and Patricia are such a good match. Oh, thank you. Like, genuinely. Thank you. Thank you. I, like, see it. And even just, like, it, the way y'all hang out with your entire friend group, it just makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, there's, and I'm, there's, Patricia, like, I cannot wait to, like, to continue to, like, do things or, like, share, like, life and stuff Mm -hmm. with each other. That's the one thing is, like. I know that like sh- we're like a team about that. I love that. Yeah, that's important. Like I just see it all the way through. Oh, I'm saying talking too much, <laughs> too much. I love it. But something I feel like that's really important though is you should like the person you're dating should be like the first person you're excited to tell something mm-hmm. to, or like something happens to you, like who do you go and tell? Like right now, mine would probably be like my family and like literally like my friends, like Alicia or whoever. Um, But like hopefully one day a guy will like take that spot where I'm like, I'm so excited I get to tell them. I know. It's like, it's also like so crazy that like that you haven't like, that person's like out there right now. I know. It's crazy. And And your life will also change. Like you don't know what like. Do you think I know my future mans right now? (sighs) Isn't that a weird you, thing oh, to think yes. about? I've always said that. Like when Do you think I know who it like I've like, met them? Do you know the person who you're gonna spend yeah. the rest of your life with now or have you not met them yet? I don't know. I don't know like I don't think I've met two, them okay. personally. Then probably not. Probably Isn't that not. crazy? It's going to happen though. Who knows? It could happen at Coachella. 
a lot of people met at Coachella. I thought it's true. Yeah. It's a good spot because, again, it's like everyone's out of school and they just meet each other in the like in the fun little uh, right. playground or whatever. And like that's just how it is. It's yeah. like everyone's world's colliding. Yeah, and you see all your work friends like having fun. And it's not like too. It's not like a club where it's like too loud or too grimy of a situation. Everyone's just out in the open in the light. Would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you say are um, like dating tips you have for people oh, in LA? Because it's hard to date in tips. LA for guys or just anybody. In anybody. Mm. My dating tips would be get out and flirt. Flirt, flirt, flirt. Go and just, even if it's somebody, and and find a good wing man, wing woman, wing gal, pal, anything. Someone who just wants to go out and have a night on the town, especially even after a breakup. You're not ready for a relationship. Yeah. But you need to get your mind off things and know that you are desired, you are attractive, and you can hit it off with somebody. Mm. Don't be creepy. Don't be excessive. Even if it's just somebody you're not interested in, but you're just talking to at the bar. Ask where they're from. Also, a fun little flirting thing. Go like what like before you even exchange names. Go. What do you think my name? Is? Like what do I look like? <gasps> That's cute. It's always like a great fun little icebreaker uh-huh. when you, even if it's a group of like three of your friends, three of I love their that friends, question. and then you guys go around and say what you look like. People get like mad, offended, and then sometimes you can get it right. Or go. Where do you think I'm from? Do I do I seem like someone from the Midwest? I do that a lot. From yeah. the South. It's a great little bonding thing, but. Just put yourself out there because you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. doesn't mean you're going home with the person, but just know that you're desired. You have the confidence. You know how to attract it. I love that. I think that makes perfect sense. And I think that's an underrated tip to just like simply go out and flirt. I think a lot of times in LA we're like everything's so – like I think very – I wish you understood Enneagram more because I'm such a three. Like, I'm like, if I'm going to date, I'm going to forking date. If I'm going to, like, try and do this, like, work thing, I'm going to, like, do it full force. And I think it's okay to just, like, casually just flirt or casually, like, you know what I mean? I feel like a lot of girls are like, oh, he's not the one. I'm like, you can still flirt and have fun. Yeah, totally. I know. And that built a lot of confidence to the the moments when it did matter, where Uh you really wanted to, like, sink the attraction with someone. All those times of paying off. It's exercise. It's like going to the gym. Yes. It's going to. It's, training it's, your it, dating it's muscle. a muscle. Yes. yes. It's a muscle that has to be worked. So just put yourself out there. And you know what? A lot of people are hopeless romantics. Like they'll still be like, they really do think that this person <laughs> that they're flirting with is the one. Just already go in going, I don't know who this person is. It's just like honestly becoming friends yeah. with that person. Not, that, re- you know. You know what's so funny? There's, have you ever heard of the millionaire matchmaker? Oh. Wait, is Patty this Stanger. oh this like a professional millionaire matchmaker? Yeah, her name's Patty Stanger. Okay, I I know her, um, and I went to dinner with her once, and Alicia and I did, and she's like incredible. She has the most insane like dating hip- tips, whatever, and um, she told me she was like, it's so important to go on dates and to like flirt and stuff like that because it helps fill your love tank, and this was her analogy, like it fills your love tank because then when you have a fun little like flirty thing with a guy at the bungalow for instance then you leave and go to little friend it like gives you the confidence to be even more flirty even more confident to like fill your love tank with this next person who like helps you be even more content like or confident and i think it's so true like having little like one-off things here and there where you can flirt and it fills your love tank it makes you confident enough to eventually find the right person it just attracts it yeah. like the the that energy there I'm, a, I'm big into like law of attraction and stuff within reason would agree with but that. like it will help manifest what you're wanting mm-hmm. by 
thinking and putting it out like And it that. builds up your confidence. Like, oh, so-and-so at the bungalow got, like, or was into me. Like, I could totally get this guy oh, or whatever. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you need that, like, big dick energy. Like, I was like, like, that when I was single, like, on Bumble and, like, Tinder and all of that, I would never go on dates with any of those people. Mm-hmm. I never met up with them. But by just knowing someone found me, like, attractive and we had a little banter, I go, I can go out. Yeah. I am desired. Exactly. Yeah. Um, speaking of wing man, wing woman, what do you think makes a good wing man or wing woman? Because I feel like you, Patricia, and Tristan are so good at like being uh, a wing. Uh, just because uh, even for me, like y'all are always gassing me up to other people. I don't know, I, I, and I love that. Um, I think it's just someone who knows how to handle conversation with other people. As well, like I was too scared to like go back and talk to like girls when I was single because I just didn't know how to even start it. But my buddy Cam, he was so great about oh, really? getting me out there and already starting the conversation. Okay, like if you're a person who's too shy, a person who's always good at initiating the conversation and including you and picking up on something that person's talking about and bringing it back to you. Got it. Yeah, like oh, this person's from Texas or like oh, connecting hey, some dots. They like this. Yeah, a person who connects the dots and sees them. Okay. Above, uh, um, floating around. Yeah. I love that. Okay, last few questions I have. Um, we're gonna stray away from dating. Who do you wish you could say I told you so to? Ooh. Like someone personally I know in my life or like a celebrity? I know this could be like deep and you probably don't want to say the person, but like I think it's just an interesting question. Like is there someone that comes to mind that you're like – now I I would like to say like I told Ooh, you so. Okay. Does that make um, sense? I well uh, this memory sticks out and I'm still good friends with this person and I won't say their name. Yeah. But um one of the first times I was like getting attention on Vine, like it's exciting. Yeah. It was really exciting. You know, I was getting like a, a couple thousand followers and I was hyped about it. And I, so. and we would and I remember going to like this uh, sorority formal and my friend was there and like these girls were like excited um, about like the Vine thing because they saw me on it and we were talking about it and there was just a lot of attention kind of on me in that moment and one of my friends goes hey can you like tone it down with like this whole like Vine thing and talking about it like bro it's cool but like it doesn't mean it's gonna be anything uh-huh. and then I even remember that friend though at one point in my life he was like we were talking about what do we want to do in the future. I was like, I would just love to like, you know, be a personality or like be me for a living. That would be cool. There's all these like internet people out there. And he goes, all right, that doesn't sound like very realistic. He would always try to like shut me down. But now I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, the worst type of person, but it's they're also pivotal in your life. Yes. But you know I, I mean? I'm still friends with them. I forgive them. Yeah. They're still great buds, but I told you so. Yeah. That's who, yeah. I guess, yeah, there are always going to be people who are going to be like, um, why? Why would you do that? Like, huh? Be mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who are like the why noters. Like, why not? Yeah, yes. go for that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Kind of almost like your yes man crew. Exactly. To be like, hell yeah, or whatever, get excited. But just for the, you. there are a lot of people who like to be wet blankets and shut it down mm-hmm. and and just uh, bring down your fire. But trust me, it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. And then, what are you doing to make moves right now, personally, well, professionally? Oh, uh, personally, so I really, um, I really want to upgrade my uh, podcast studio set and get some like really good lights. Oh, but we okay. also might be moving, which could change some really? stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then I'm like working on some like really cool kind of like merch designs I want to put out. Sick. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. And then, oh, there's something else. 
I never like, it's always like I have to look at my calendar to see what I'm doing. <laughs> Your to-do list. Yeah. Well, okay, what do you have to shout out? Thanks so much for coming on. You're Guys, such a delight. Guys, thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> it's been so great to connect with my lovely cousin, Taylor yes. King. Yes. Guys, I have two podcasts. One is Hoot and a Half with Matt King. That's on YouTube. Which is amazing. It's me having interviews just like TK's um, with all different types of people all across the internet and the world. Um, and then I'm also on Zane and Heath Unfiltered, which is also on YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Great podcast. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm very active on that. Follow me on TikTok. I'm getting even more active on that. And then um, I'm also on Cameo. Book me on Cameo as well. Uh, yes, I love that. And yeah, go like rate review all of Matt's podcast because his hoot and a half is is truly a hoot and a half. It's oh, a great podcast. Thank you so much. It's I a lot of fun. To it. I I listened to the one with Brooke and Connor last night. Oh, thank you. It was so good. Oh, I was getting my nails done. I was lot. listening. And what else? Oh, and also shout out to my girlfriend uh, Patricia Flack and her roommate and best friend Tristan Hell Watson. Yeah. Grits to glam. They're Go amazing. To it. And also, they were on this podcast as well. Yes. You can watch them. Listen to our episode. Listen to when Patricia was on Matt's and listen to their new podcast. It's amazing. And I'm so excited for them to have video because I feel like they'll be so good. You're amazing, TK. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't on. wait for our brainstorm talk. I know. I can't wait for Coachella. <laughs> Me too. It's going to be the best. Anyway, go subscribe and rate and review. Thanks so much. And make someone's day this week. Peace. Bye, y'all.